0: Our Island Story. Chapter 72. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to find out how you can volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Our Island Story by H. E. Marshall. Chapter 72. Elizabeth. The Story of Sir Walter Raleigh. The reign of Queen Elizabeth was great, not only because she was a wise ruler, "'but because she was surrounded by so many wise and great and good men. "'One of these wise men, Sir William Cecil, afterwards called Lord Burley, "'was her Secretary of State and her Chief adviser during nearly all her reign, "'until he died in 1598 A.D. "'There were so many great men in England at this time "'that you could not remember all their names.' and to tell stories about them all would fill a whole book. In the reign of Elizabeth, it is not only the men who were soldiers that we remember as great, but the men who wrote books, the men who sailed over the sea and discovered new countries, and the men who by careful thinking and wise acts kept peace at home. Sir Walter Raleigh was one of the great men who lived at this time. He was a soldier, and a sailor, a courtier, and a writer of books. But clever though he was, until the great queen noticed him, he remained only a simple country gentleman. One day, Elizabeth was passing along the streets, and the people as usual came crowding to see her. Among them was Sir Walter Raleigh. The queen, stepped from her coach, and followed by her ladies, was about to cross the road. But in those days... "'the streets were very badly kept, "'and Elizabeth stopped before a puddle of mud. "'She was grandly dressed, "'and how to cross the muddy road "'without soiling her dainty shoes and skirts, "'she did not know. "'As she paused, Sir Walter sprang forward. "'He too was finely dressed, "'and he was wearing a beautiful new cloak. "'This he quickly pulled off, "'and bowing low, "'threw upon the ground before the Queen. "'Elizabeth was very pleased, "'and as she passed on, "'she smiled at the handsome young man "'who had ruined his beautiful cloak "'to save her dainty shoes, "'and ordered him to attend her at court. "'Raleigh's fortune was made. "'He went to court, "'and soon became so great a favourite, "'that at one time he even thought "'that he might marry the Queen. "'Vain would I climb!' But that I fear to fall, he one day wrote, with a diamond upon a window. And the Queen, seeing it, wrote underneath, If thy heart fail thee, climb then not at all. So Raleigh climbed, and although he never reached a throne, he climbed high. Elizabeth gave him money and lands, till he became very rich. He wanted to sail away over the sea in search of new countries and treasure, as Drake had done but the Queen would not let him go. As Raleigh could not go himself, he spent a great deal of his money in buying ships and sending other men over the sea to find new lands. These men sailed to America, which was then wild and unknown. Landing there, they claimed it for England, and Raleigh named it Virginia of Elizabeth. She liked to call herself the Virgin Queen, which means the Queen who has never married one of the United States of America, is still called Virginia. For a long time Elizabeth was very pleased with Raleigh, but at last she became angry with him and sent him to prison in the dreadful Tower. The reason for this was that Sir Walter had dared to love and marry another lady, one of the Queen's own maids of honour. Elizabeth was always very angry if any of the gentlemen in her court married. Many of them wished to marry her, but she refused them all. Still, she wished them to think that she was the cleverest and most beautiful woman in all the world. She wished them all to love and admire her, so much that they would never think of marrying any other lady, and when they did marry another, she was always very angry. So Walter, happily, was not kept in prison very long, and some years later, he really did have his wish, and sailed away to explore America. HE DID NOT FIND THE GOLDEN LAND WHICH HE HAD IMAGINED, BUT HE BROUGHT HOME MANY STRANGE STORIES, and MANY CURIOUS AND USEFUL THINGS. TWO OF THE THINGS WHICH Raleigh BROUGHT HOME WITH HIM WERE TOBACCO AND POTATOES. ELIZABETH HAD GIVEN HIM ESTATES IN IRELAND, AND THERE HE PLANTED THE POTATOES, AND SHOWED THE PEOPLE HOW TO GROW THEM. EVEN TO THIS DAY THE POOR PEOPLE IN IRELAND GROW MANY POTATOES, AND LIVE ON THEM VERY LARGELY. "'People were pleased with the new vegetable, "'but they were very much astonished "'when he showed them how to use tobacco. "'Such a thing had never been seen before, "'and it took people some time to grow accustomed to it. "'One day, soon after, Raleigh had returned home. "'He was sitting smoking. "'When a servant came into the room, "'the man stood still in horror. "'Smoke filled the room and was pouring out of his master's mouth. "'He must be on fire,' thought the servant. Without saying a word, he ran away and returned as quickly as he could with a pail of water. This he threw over his master, hoping to put out the fire, and so save his life. Raleigh, you may imagine, was not very pleased at finding himself suddenly drenched with cold water, just when he was enjoying a quiet smoke. But, when he understood the mistake his servant had made, he laughed heartily. Raleigh had many adventures. He swept the ocean in his ships and he fought by land and sea. But he wrote books, too, and one of his friends was the poet Spencer, who tells the beautiful stories in his poem The Fairy Queen. The greatest writer of this time, perhaps the greatest poet of any time, was Shakespeare. His name you know, and some day you will read the stories he wrote. Another writer, and great soldier, too, was Sir Philip Sidney. He was so handsome and brave and kind, "'that everyone loved him. "'Queens, statesmen, and people, "'soldiers, courtiers, and poets, "'all loved him. "'He lived well, wrote well, "'fought well, and died well. "'He fell fighting for his country. "'Wounded and groaning with pain, "'he asked for a cup of water. "'While it was being brought, "'he noticed a soldier lying beside him "'in great agony. "'Give it to him,' he said, "'pointing to this poor soldier.' The man refused to have it. Nay, but take it, said Sir Philip. You need it more than I do. Sir Philip never recovered from his wound. A fortnight later he died, still young, brave, and handsome. End of Part 72